0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. <clears throat> at that time Jesus revealed himself again to his disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. He revealed himself in this way together with Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel from Canaan and Galilee, Zebedee's sons, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, we also will come with you. So they went out and got into the boat. But that night they caught nothing. When it was already dawn, Jesus was standing on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, children, have you caught anything to eat? They answered him, no. So he said to them, cast the net over the right side of the boat and you will find something. So they cast it and were not able to pull it in because of the number of fish. So the disciples whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he tucked in his garment for he was lightly clad and jumped into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat For they were not far from shore, only about a hundred yards, dragging the net with the fish. when They climbed out on the shore. They saw a charcoal fire with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter went over and dragged the net ashore, full of 153 large fish. Even though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come, have breakfast. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? because they realized it was the Lord. Jesus came over and took the bread and gave it to them, and in like manner the fish. This was now the third time Jesus was revealed to his disciples after being raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, Son of John, do you love me more than these? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. He then said to Simon Peter a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. Jesus said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed that Jesus had said to him a third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Amen, amen, I say to you, when you were hungry, when you were younger, you used to dress yourself and go where you wanted but when you grow old, you will reach out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. He said this signifying by what kind of death he would glorify God. And When he had said this, he said to them, said to him, follow me, the gospel of the Lord.
1: The Lord be with you. This is a gospel that we just read from John that is just full of biblical meaning and symbolism. So I thought we could just do a quick run through uh, and see what it says for us today, because when we're reading the Bible, the Bible says something you could say historical, literal at the time, but there's always a moral meaning for us who read it today. This gospel opens up like the book of Genesis, which begins and it says the spirit of God hovered over the waters and there over the waters, there was a great miracle of creation. And John, who's writing this probably a good 50 years at least after Jesus' resurrection, he still remembers very clearly that day that there upon the waters, the apostles in the boat witnessed a new miracle of the fish. And the apostles there are are struggling because Jesus is very different after his resurrection. He's no longer appearing the way he historically appeared to them. And that's also a part of the biblical story that in the Old Testament God would often come in a pillar of fire or a cloud or a flaming torch or even for Elijah the prophet it was a whisper on the mountainside and you had to be very aware that God could come to you in any way and at any moment and you could never be fully sure where he was or what he was up to. There was that period of time when Jesus was born in Bethlehem for 30 years that God was in one place in one person and the apostles after the resurrection jesus just didn't look the same he kind of came and went they were never really sure again and that's a lesson for us today as well in a sense in our own lives sometimes jesus is very clear what he's doing but often god is very hidden and that could make us at times possibly upset because We'd like to know what God is doing. We'd like to be able to see him. We'd like to say a prayer and have an answer and often we don't really get an answer. See Jesus he comes to the shore and they don't recognize him. But when they get off the boat it says no one dared to ask if it was Jesus they just knew. And I think that's part of what Christians today at times we just know. God is with us. He's real. If you go into our adoration chapel and you ask any of the people, many of you who are going and coming from there all through the day, if, if God is really in that chapel, well, for them it's, it's clear. Of course he is. You can't see him, but you just know. And then Peter, he gets off the boat and he sees Jesus by a charcoal fire. And that has a lot of meaning for Peter personally. And there's another story in this gospel that, of course, Jesus died on the cross and he rose for all of us. But really, truly, he didn't do that just for all of us. He did it for each of us. Each one of us by name was the reason Jesus went to the cross. And it's easy and you could say, Holy Week and Easter to sort of be in the crowd and sort of in a distance and just watch it happen. And then you can celebrate Jesus rose from the dead. But there's a moment when that passion of our Lord and his resurrection needs to touch us personally. And that's why after the resurrection, you see Jesus going individually to Mary Magdalene, for example, or here he goes to Peter individually so that the Easter celebration wasn't just a generic idea, but an existential reality for Peter, who had told Jesus that he would never deny him. And by a charcoal fire on the night of Holy Thursday, when the maidservant came and saw Peter and Jesus was there as well, in handcuffs or chained up Peter denied Jesus publicly and so when Peter gets off the boat and there's a charcoal fire and Jesus is there waiting for him Peter's heart just knew what was happening in that moment and then Jesus says to him something it's a question which is not always easy to interpret he says to Peter do you love me more than these and the word these isn't clear what Jesus is referring to. There's usually two ideas here in play and and with the Bible of course things have one meaning but they also have. An infinite number of meanings and so do you love me more than these might refer to the fish Peter is hauling ashore this huge net full of fish and Jesus is saying Peter do you love me more than these fish do you love me more than fishing. And I'm sure here there's a lot of you who love fishing, right? And so if you're a a guy who likes to be in his little boat fishing in the quiet of the morning, well, you and Peter have something in common, right? Peter loved fishing. He was good at it. It was his his life passion, you could say. And Jesus three years before had gone to Peter on the same seashore and said, Peter, if you follow me, I'll make you a fisher of men. And Peter left his boats and his nets and followed Jesus. He said yes that first time. But Jesus asking him, do you love me more than these fish today? in that moment after the resurrection meant something more. Because Peter now knew what it would mean truly to leave his nets behind. It would mean going to his own cross. The first time Jesus said, Peter, would you follow me? It was because Jesus was this great new rabbi that was doing miracles. Everyone loved him and it would be great to be with Jesus. But now Jesus is saying, Peter, do you want to be with me now after you've seen what it means to be a Christian, which is to embrace your sufferings? And Peter, thankfully, he says yes to our Lord once again. But that. Peter, do you love me more than these, can also mean Peter, do you love me more than these other apostles. And that must have hurt Peter a little bit because, or at least maybe a lot, because he had just said that on the Last Supper when Jesus said to the apostles, one of you is going to betray me. And Peter boastfully, there he said in front of everyone, even if everyone were to betray you, I would never betray you because I love you more than these it's a gentle reminder to peter peter do you really do you really love me more than these and peter knows he's a failure in love that might be a tough question for our lord to ask peter but perhaps he can also ask it to us today it's easy to say yes i love jesus yes i want to be a christian or at least we say yes i want to go to heaven It's easy to say it, but it's important to make sure that your life choices also correspond to that desire. Jesus says there's a lot who say to him, Lord, Lord, but won't enter the kingdom of heaven. It's only those who do the works of God. So today, let us Bring the Easter joy now to ourselves. Personally, our Lord prepared a meal for the apostles there. They got out of the boat and had breakfast with our Lord. Today, our Lord also prepares a meal, the Eucharist, which we'll all receive. That is Jesus inviting you to come to him. And he asks you today, will you make the Easter season personal and real? And he asks us, do you love me? In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.